Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and it's our hundredth episode! Woo! Uh, Woo! Okay, um, who who the hell are you? Oh, hey, I'm the host. Remember? I used to be here a lot, and then no, I, I thought Mike, No, Mike's the host. What are you talking about? No, no, about? no. Mike can't usurp me. This is important. I'm still the host. Uh, speaking um, of which, let's do introductions. I'm Zach. Uh, joining me with this week, we've got Joel. Uh, hi, yeah, that's me. I'm very confused. This is not how I remember things going. <laughs> we've got Mike. Hey, hi. How's it going, everybody? Uh, we've got Luke. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure Mike's been on more episodes total than you, so... That doesn't... That's not how that works, and we've got are, Matt. Are, are you sure it's not how that works? Yes. Hi, Matt is here also. I am here. I am here because Evo very graciously decided to schedule their Smash Top 8 during our recording time, so I'm not missing anything of note. (laughs) (laughs) Even as someone who really loves Smash Brothers, competitive Smash can get a little tedious because it takes forever. Is it Smash Melee or Smash 4? It's Smash 4, which uh, I actually like more than Melee. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's more that. Because you have brain cells? (laughs) (laughs) It's more that the. The turn, like, it's best two of three with, like, f- well, actually, I don't remember exactly their settings, but it takes a long in, time. In Melee, it's best three of five, and it's fucking four stock. Jesus like the in- Christ, the why? In-game, the in-game timer is set to eight fucking minutes. Yeah, yeah that's way too long. For it's, best it's three crazy. of five. Like, fuck <laughs> right off with yeah, that. Yeah, even though I like it, it's... Definitely. Eight eight minutes is pretty much the standard for all Smash stuff. Seven or eight (sighs) minutes. I I get why. That's too much time. No, it kind of isn't for Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's the thing. It takes, with good Smash Brothers players, it takes a long time to get killed. Like like Street Fighter or, you know, most fighting games are like 99 seconds. That would be way too fucking short for Smash Brothers. Right. That so I get it, but it can be a problem. Anyway, Evo's this weekend. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) That's our news section, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not going to do more fact news and more, which um, Mike well, resurrected without my uh, permission. Good, good. This week. Look, well, look, uh, we, we resurrected you, so I think we're allowed to resurrect a few other things if we want. 
<laughs> no, I disagree. Uh, however, I mean, listen, Zach. When you leave the podcast in my care, you get all of the advantages and disadvantages that go along with that. <laughs> That's true. So I, I do want to say, um, I, pre- I appreciate Mike. I appreciate you uh, doing the, the the hosting duties while I was gone. I appreciate our new editor, Eric, taking care of that stuff for me, so I didn't have to while shit was crazy. Uh, but now that I'm back, and it's the hundredth episode of Teenagers with Attitude. And listen, I know there was episode Christmas, okay? I'm aware, but it's still an episode, so this is still the hundredth episode that wait, we have done. Wait, so this is episode ninety nine right now? No, no, this is no episode no, hundred. No, you don't fucking pull this Luke, shit. No, 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 Matt, Matt, let me do this for once. Okay, Luke, I will actually kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, this, like, it just wasn't that hard, and you guys made it so much harder than I it needed to do, be. I didn't do shit, alright? But we've gotten back on track, and I swear to fucking God, if you throw us off the rails again, I will help Mike hide the body, alright? Well, here's the thing. I feel like Luke is entitled to bring this up as many times as we the movie has been brought up since the movie ended. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, I, I also have to say uh, that... This is our 100th episode, and as of this recording, last week was our second anniversary. So, this is kind of a big episode for us, and it's appropriate that uh, we are going to be doing the first of uh, part one of a two-parter that will lead into three multi-part episodes, which, okay. Yeah. Way to just fucking stack your actual plot. We're getting into uh, some shit. British television structure yeah. here at this point. Right. <laughs> but but you know, whatever, that's fine. At least things are going to be happening. I'm a, I'm excited um, about I, that. I'm skeptical of that. <laughs> I don't know. So far it seems pretty promising. <laughs> yeah, no, that is well, true. So so we'll get to that shortly, but before we get into that Instead of more fact news in the mold today, um, since we've been, you know, doing this for a while, I thought I would maybe give you guys a little bit of a, a performance reviews. Uh, uh, wait, to, what? Kind of, yeah, I'm gonna like just give you guys like s- some praise for what you've been doing right, and then maybe like some areas of improvement that I think uh, you guys could work on. I think you're supposed to call them deltas. HR has like a strict policy on that. Well, it's just to help you improve in, in your, you know, in your day to day. Um, I, I think I'll start with Luke here. So, Luke, I appreciate uh, the, I, all the crazy theories you've brought to the table. I'm sorry, did you have something to say? No. Okay. All right. Well, I, I I appreciate all the theories that you've uh, brought to the podcast uh-huh. over the years. I like that part. Um, I've appreciated your your indifference towards the franchise as a whole, keeping us have having something to like you know fight over sometimes. That's sure. good. Uh, okay. Conflict is good for podcasts. Uh, and under areas of improvement, I did have that I needed you to bring more um, fights that cause us to threaten each other physically, <sighs> but I'm going to cross that out so you get a perfect score. Oh, you did yeah. that already this oh, episode. Good okay. job. I assumed I was getting fired. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Uh, let's see. Mike, excellent segues. Thank you. Good obscure Genesis games knowledge. Thank you very much. <laughs> I would like you to give me more Sonic OC descriptions on the podcast from Wait, now on. What, what What do you mean more Sonic <laughs> OC descriptions? Wait, yeah, okay. Do we get to do peer <laughs> reviews at some point? Because I want to, I want to argue against your. You guys um, can give you guys can give me a peer review at the end of this. That's fine. Okay, but you gotta you gotta listen to what I have to say because I'm <laughs> lost. That's how also, it works. Also, uh, 
kind of speaking of my job here on on the podcast, I do have an interruption and going back to something we were talking about before, quoted to meet. And uh, <laughs> kind of to what you were talking about, we have 14 episodes, including this one, left in season two, uh, of which 12 are parts of multi-parters. Yeah, they and then we're gonna really... Be doing the, and then we're going to be doing the movie, and then season three starts with... <laughs> Seven episodes of multi-parters in a row. Jesus oh, fucking Jesus Christ! Christ. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually real excited because that means, like, kind of as far as like just these fucking monster of the day episodes we, for season two that have just really dragged on and on. We're kind of over the hump for a Don't while. Don't worry, they'll figure out a way to make. I mean, it they'll boring. come back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, listen, Island of Island of Confusion or whatever. Like, obviously, multi-parters are not necessarily good, but like. Some crazy shit's about to pop off, y'all. Sure, sure. Uh, so Matt, I've uh, I appreciate your excellent ranger strategy presentations centering around <laughs> gun use. Those have been good. Uh, good depend uh, use of tangents that depict extremely graphic violence. Oh, I've got some. I have some of those lined up for today. Good. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Uh, areas of improvement. I'd like to see you reduce your time to looking at porn average by about thirty seconds. This no. Year. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. You know, these are these are suggestions. So just 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 bear bear with me. And that's totally fine. But I'm just gonna I I respect you. So I'm gonna be honest. No, not happening. <laughs> okay, uh, Joel. Uh, I, Hi, yeah. I appreciate your high levels of pedantry and toy purchasing ability that you've displayed over this past year. I think um, that's the first time anyone's ever like said they appreciate pedantry. Like, well, well. Keep in mind, this is all in the premise of uh, producing an entertaining podcast. Uh, in real life, I hate it when you do that. <laughs> but on the but on the podcast, it's great. Uh, also, areas of improvement. Uh, I would like you to see you construct a pun that could cause physical pain to listeners. That's that's really I, you I, need I to. You know, not yet. I think you're close. No, okay, bear in mind that if it's effective enough, they'll be in too much pain to complain about it, and we'll have no way of knowing. Okay, great. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, and then, finally, unfortunately, Simon's not here, uh, but I he I did talk to him earlier and said I could call him in on the podcast uh, to get his, so give me just one As opposed second. to how we normally do these podcasts, which is live and in person. Well, you know, I'm just going to call him on the phone real quick, so give me just one second. Wait okay. a second. What's up? Uh, no, uh, hey, nothing. Simon, can you hear me? My great golden All right. Yep, I thought about, <laughs> that's about what I was expecting. No, Simon, this is very forward. I, I don't appreciate this. <laughs> no, no, that's too much. That's too much. I Okay, well, if you're going to be this way, I'm just going to have to talk to you later. Um, do you have anything else to say to our listeners before you go? <laughs> no, we don't, because that other YouTube clip I had queued up uh, went away. Never mind. Wow. wow. <laughs> Nailed the landing. Way to go, Zach. Uh, you know, I tried. It didn't quite work out how I was planning. I mean, Eric, I thought it was Eric, fucking hilarious. Eric, please fix all of that. No, wait, don't fix any of that in post. Leave this oh, no, failure as a testament to the show. I mean, 
This this is a microcosm of our podcast. We tried to do something. We thought it worked out. It didn't. At least What's someone found it funny, and then we decided not shit. to fix it in post. <laughs> I had the, in, in fairness, I had the omelet du fromage clip from Dexter's Lab queued up that mm-hmm. I was just going to play on repeat. Right. And then it, that clip got taken down from YouTube, like... <laughs> Like ten minutes before we started, of course so. it did because we do not deserve to plan things for this show. <laughs> so I did try, but yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway, with that out of the way, do you guys exactly have tried and you any... failed? Clearly, the lesson is never try. Okay, do you guys have any suggestions for me to improve my performance on the podcast? Yeah, I've got one really good one. Okay, Sh- show up to your own podcast. More. Fuck, you got you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was going to go and I was going to say, reclaim your honor and seek vengeance on that tree that beat you up as a child. Find that tree and cut it down. I, I was, I was going to say, try to sound like even sadder. Like, just just the saddest any Wait, person has ever sounded. Do I sound sad? Is my default voice sad? <laughs> the question you just asked there sounded kind of sad. <laughs> I've never been given that piece of information about how I sound, so I apologize. I'll I'll try to be more upbeat. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That's the opposite of what I was saying. No, you. Oh, you want me to be sad? No, I like okay. this. Zach will try to be more upbeat, and we'll try even harder to break his spirit. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, so you want me to be okay? All right, I can do this. I can be sadder. All right. So let's talk about. Uh, oh no, that's that just was, that fucking. What is this what? you're doing? That's, you know what? what? That's just uh. That's Eeyore. That's just well, I was gonna say it's just the sad bard from the Adventure Zone, and I didn't realize I was doing that. Let's let's just do the fucking episode. I'm ignoring all my notes. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> We're all gonna move on, having learned nothing after the past. That two is years, the most appropriate thing for teenagers with attitude. Which is why we continue to do this stupid fucking show. <laughs> So, this is episode. How oh, come and we on. ask for the hundredth time? Why does anyone listen to this? Zach is also <laughs> ignoring his notes for the show. This is episode thirty-nine of season two, Rangers Back in Time, part one. Gonna go back in time. <laughs> so, just as a nice little piece of trivia, um. Netflix, it, whoever wrote the summaries for Netflix is an idiot and called Lord Zed Master Vile. Which there, really you know, there is the a Master Vile, right? I do. And that's why okay. I was confused. So I'm like, there's no way he shows up yet. Uh, yeah, the, so Master Vile is Rita's dad? Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because Rita's about to come back. So maybe Wait, that's no, like I, how. I think, or, do you think they're confused? Because like, is Master Val the one who causes them to turn into kids the second time? Yeah, yes. I think so. Wait, yes. they do this more than once. Uh, oh yes, there's more. Okay. <laughs> so Matt, like them being turned into kids again is going to be the major thing that takes us from season three into into Zio. Okay. Do you know what's really funny? They use the same kid actors, which means they did. They even they were like, we already did this. <laughs> I'm actually shocked they bothered to get the same kids. Yeah, I'm impressed that they had that degree of continuity to it. Well, yeah. that's what Ranger Wiki says. Oh. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do they use all the same kids? Because isn't that after Kimberly leaves the show? Yeah, Everyone except Kimberly. No, they yeah. don't oh, just damn use it. Ki- I was really the, hoping the- they just used the same kid for Cat. <laughs> I mean, they kind of they kind of do that with the changeover of the Yellow Ranger. Well, yes. So let's uh, let us talk about this episode. We begin 
with again show and tell in high school class which I, you know all right class the assignment was to bring in a childhood photograph and to share with us your most memorable experience at that age who'd like to begin okay so what happens in this episode like brings this into even more just stark <laughs> really relief does. because like uh, this is going to get kind of spoilery for stuff that's going to happen in like I don't know five minutes but like we're basically doing show and tell while they're high schoolers and then later they're going to turn into like grade school or middle schoolers kind of and, and then they're, they're going to do start math. doing long division yeah yes. it doesn't change the class structure much at all it's when they're children is the only time we've ever seen them do anything like school related at school <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we start with each ranger uh, showing a picture of something from their childhood that was important to them. Um, we get Kimberly with a picture of her. Well, Aisha, go, Aisha goes first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we can't I, skip over yes. Aisha remembering the one time she was allowed to leave Stone Canyon as a child. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is me after my first dance recital. This is so special because my grandmother, who was sick, was able to come, and I made her real proud. <laughs> you look so cute. She had a dance recital, and we actually see her do some, like, show Kimberly some dance moves later in the episode. Did, did why, why is she suddenly a dancer? Because they realized she had no traits, and they had to give her one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, apparently Aisha is a dancer. Uh, which, is a, which is a good thing to give give a, like, superhero as a, like, a... Yeah, makes you know. sense. I yeah, mean, I'm surprised yeah. they never thought to make one of the Power Rangers a dancer before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The, I forgot. The other black person was also a uh-huh. dancer. Uh, that's not great. <laughs> She's a ballerina, though, not like a hip-hop dancer, so at I least mean, we did, get that. Remember the dance she actually does to show Kimberly when they're kids? <sighs> Shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, Kimberly... I'm just saying, if she wanted to adapt those moves into, I don't know, some form of Aikido, then, like, you know... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of Aikido would it be, though, if it was based on dance moves? What kind of Aikido would it be, though? <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Wouldn't um, it be great? I don't know, fuck it. We here at Teenagers with Attitude love casual racism. Can't <laughs> no, get enough we don't, of that. but the show no, does. No, um, I, I need it on the record that that was sarcasm. <laughs> yes, okay. So, moving on. Okay. This is me in my first gymnastics competition. Um, I was kind of bummed, though, because I lost. But you know what? It taught me to be a good sport, and that has helped me a lot. Very nice, Kimberly. Kimberly does uh, shows off when she won her first gymnastics no, she, when she lost i like this scene because kim comments on something on aisha's like photo or whatever and then miss appleby was like oh kimberly you want to go next and she has this moment of like oh, oh uh crap yeah like she does not look like she wants to go next She's like uh yeah all right i guess but so she actually talks about her first like gymnastics like res- uh competition or what have you yeah and apparently she lost and she says that losing taught her the value of Trying harder or something? Uh, like being I'm, a good sport, of uh, losing graciously. Oh, yes. Which right. is also yeah, like winning constantly isn't everything. complained this show doesn't teach kids. Uh, yeah, also they <laughs> they tech, all of them basically give a lesson yeah. with, with each of these. Well, that was like the assignment. Like, tell me what you learned from this moment in time. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was the assignment. I think that's just something they interpreted. No, I think no, it was. No, he's I'm right. That's what Miss Appleby it. says at the beginning. So Okay. Uh, well... At first, we only get Aisha and Kimberly's before we cut to the moon. 
and fucking Lord Zed gives maybe one of my favorite lines he's ever said. Glorious day, whose sunset shall witness the final destruction of those power brats. <laughs> the Pink Ranger as a child. <sighs> That's it! Why didn't you fools think of this before? Uh, sorry, I guess we weren't thinking. Uh, what were we talking about anyway? The Rangers met Sword Artist teenagers. If we turn back time and return them to childhood, they will be powerless. An excellent idea, my lord, but how will we accomplish it? You fool! With the Rock of Time, by calling forth its power, we will cause the Earth to begin spinning backward and time along with it. Those worthless power teens will become ordinary children. <laughs> we will stop them before they can grow up to be Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, exactly. I loved it at first, and then it just got dumb. Oh, this, yeah, this scene gets this scene gets inexplicably dumb. This first of all, can we mention that this Zed scene is like six minutes long? It's like easily yeah. the longest Zed scene we've ever gotten. And there's like a few seconds of new footage of Zed in it. Yeah, it, it's kind of okay. I don't, I don't know that we've addressed it directly, but like. I know we mentioned that at some point Zed gets goofier, and we've definitely talked about the fact- Oh, we're well past that point. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely talked about the fact that he has. Have we mentioned how much better he is, Goofy, than Oh, yeah, I mentioned it every fucking episode. Okay, good. I'm I'm glad, because- Yeah, I I know you're not here anymore, Zach, and you've just kind (laughs) of left us to die, but- Yeah, we talk about that I like how I, I like how y'all are just shitting on Zach for taking a break of two weeks when you guys are gone for months at a time. Well, see, <laughs> that's host of the television show, of the well, podcast. Wait a second. See, hold I'm, on. See, that, that's kind of my thing, is I was gone for like three weeks, came back, and Zach wasn't around. So, like, yeah, it's because you forever. came back, and I didn't want to be here anymore. Boom! Let's move on. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, so Zed's line is, ah... The dawn of another glorious day, whose sunset shall witness the final destruction of those power brats. And See, he, he just didn't stick the landing on that one. It's a right. kind of brats, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, he sees the picture of Kimberly holding the gymnastics competition photo. Or whatever. He's like, "Hmm, the Pink Ranger as a child." Wait a minute, that's it. I'll turn them into children. No, no, no. He doesn't say that. No, because he says that's it. Why didn't I think of it before? And I'm like, what? That they used to be children? Like, <laughs> the aspect of... Also, no, he doesn't... He he specifically asks uh, Squat and Babu why they never suggested it before. And they're like, we're sorry. Wait, what? What, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then he says, okay, let's turn them back into kids. Yeah. So his here's his logic here. Zordon recruited the titular teenagers as teenagers right what, what kind of teenagers yeah so like they be, only became power rangers as teenagers so if he turns them back into children they'll forget that they were power rangers and be unable to like morph which right because yeah, he's I, not just turning them into kids he's reversing time he says so here's okay so let's talk about the thing that happens in this episode. Well, well, wow, it's insane. Do we want to do we want to cross that bridge when we get to it, or do we want to talk about it now? Well, I mean, what the fuck does it matter? The flow of time is meaningless on we're this gonna show. Get, okay, I guess you're right. We'll get there shortly. Uh, basic, but he says he doesn't actually say I'm going to turn time back. He says I'm going to turn them into children, and then they won't remember their Power Rangers. Mm, at some point, well, he definitely says he's turning time back. Yeah, he very logically moves to the next, you know, 
clear step, which is he's going to harness the rock of time. Right, because he, he, he lays out this plan, and Goldor's like, yeah, that'd be cool, but how the fuck are we going to do that, man? Oh, yeah, you're like, right. I'm gonna, I've got a magical rock of time, and I'm going to make the Earth spin backwards, and that'll turn him into kids. They yeah. say, I've got a magical rock of time, but what it really is is he just goes, no, dipshit, I'm going to use the rock of time. You know, yeah. that, that concept we've established previously. Right, and I just watched the first Superman movie last night, so I know exactly how to use it. <laughs> so let's talk about that all, all that shortly. First, let's talk about the rest of the Rangers. Uh, Tommy comes up, and he we get a little glimpse of old dorky sad Tommy, which is great. Yeah. Uh, because he says, like, you look so proud in that picture. Um, this shot's really important to me. Uh, this is when I first learned about dedication and hard work. Aw, how cute. This picture shows me, or shows me winning a competition. It taught me how to do hard work, because if I didn't have uh, martial arts, I wouldn't know how to do anything. I would just be sad all the time. Okay, yeah. let's sit down now. And <laughs> Young Tommy yeah. is doing the splits, and it's fucking amazing. He's doing splits <laughs> and holding up a trophy, and it's the best. He and here's the so thing, I want to be clear. He's not like... He's not like doing the normal splits where like you've got one leg in front of you and one leg behind you. He's like doing like Sideways. the horizontal yeah, side, splits. Yeah, like side these... splits. Uh, Billy. I learned about determination here. It took me four hours to get my mom's back and clean her back together. <laughs> but she wasn't too happy. He talks about determination where he took his mom's uh, vacuum apart and put it back together, which is pretty good. I, I like that. Says, he says he took it like took him like four hours to put it back together and. You get this, it's not subtitle or anything, but just kind of Kimberly from off screen going like, oh, I bet she wasn't happy about that. So, yeah. So Rocky's is great. This one. Rocky's is the best. So, so Rocky. This is my dog, Buster. I learned about responsibility here. I don't think Rocky's character is supposed to be stupid, but, but by virtue of the way that Steve Cardenas acts... That's, and just the material that they give him to work with. That's kind of the headcanon I've like, got going. Because what happens is he shows a picture and dog. says, This is my dog! This is my dog, Buster. <laughs> and then he pauses for a really long time and then says, I learned about responsibility by taking care of the He dog. sounds like he's reading it off of a card. Yeah. Which, honestly, like he's a, he's a high schooler doing a stupid like presentation that's a pretty realistic read. Sure. For a second, I thought he was just going to say, this is my dog. And then they were going to go to the next person. So I do want to say something real quick about Kid Rocky here. Now, see, each of these, wait, each I, of these wait, pictures you mean Kid Alabama. Rocky. No. I I don't know. I don't know. They're doing Kid Rock. Oh, okay. Um. So, but anyway, so each of these, each of the Rangers, when they're holding up their their picture, like they're the picture is of the actor who's going to be playing the younger version of them later on in the episode. Good, good catch. Glad you didn't just put random children and then immediately show us different ones. Good call. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, I would have expected that from this show. But so for now we get a picture. It's it's young Rocky. He is just it's him from the front, and you can see of his hair. He's got like this thing going on where like it looks like he's just oh. got buzz cuts on the side, and it's yeah. not quite a mohawk. It's just like the top of his head is just all spiked out and standing on end. When we get to Kid Rocky's hair, it is. I jumped out of my chair when I saw Kid Rocky's I, hair. I definitely knew kids in like elementary school that had that hairstyle. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. The thing is though. 
from this photo, from this photo, we have not yet seen the true majesty of young Rocky's hair <laughs> Luke, yet. Though. Luke, I did too, but between then and now, I forgot right. it ever existed because, because it's my friend's ugliest haircut ever. So <laughs> this introduces a really weird little like time relic thing because they've got kids that look like you know kids from the early to mid nineties playing these. You know, right, rangers, which, 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 wait, hold on a sec. Yeah, these these <laughs> rangers would have actually been children in the oh, early 80s. I wish they just all had big jean jackets when they get <laughs> transferred or uh, reverted. That would have been I great. would have loved that so much. I mean, we, we do we do get someone whose uh, hairstylings move back to the, uh, to the 80s, and we'll get to that, but it's not any of the rangers, unfortunately. <laughs> but did we ever explain what Rocky learned from his dog? Responsibility. I learned responsibility from that. You know, I, I really like to think, because the uh, the editing here is super abrupt, I'd really like to think that they forgot to include the I learned responsibility because I forgot animals need to eat and he starved to death. <laughs> I don't like to think that at all. <laughs> but you could see Rocky doing something stupid like that or accidentally feeding the dog chocolate. Oh, yeah, does, that, that. does that fit under uh, Matt's quota <laughs> yes, that you were talking does. about? Yes, well, okay. that's not. No, no, no. That's not. That's not the one I was talking about earlier. Well, is <laughs> the one you're more. talking about have anything to do with Adam trying to fix a car with his dad? Yes, and also some more. So I told so you Adam, a lot. Okay. Adam says, "I like this picture because it shows my dad and me doing stuff together. He loves to work on cars." This is a picture of me, and my dad. I like it because <laughs> it's us doing stuff together. He likes to work on cars. That's, that's it. That's not what. Okay, what lesson did you learn, yeah, Adam? He does not. He does not. Give I learned one. doing stuff with my dad. I like <laughs> to think. I like to think one of the reasons Adam is so sad is again immediately after this he says, "I mean, he he used to love working on cars <laughs> before he died, and he just starts breaking down, crying in class." <laughs> So at this point, uh, we get Buck and Skull's picture, oh, which this again, is, I, I love, love this. That, I love yes. a couple things. A, I love that they continue to believe they are one person, and <laughs> yeah, like go up, whenever someone is like, <laughs> okay, each person come up, and then Bulk and Skull go up as one because. Yeah. Anyway, do you think? Um, do you think at some point in middle school, the school just gave up and started listing bulk and skull as a single <laughs> line on the roster? <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, they're all they're always together. Um, so here's the thing: didn't didn't we once like way way back in the early days of the podcast? You know, fucking TWA remembers posit that skull wasn't real or something like that. That sounds like something we would do, but I, I don't remember. I, would, I, don't I remember wouldn't remember it right, like either, One of them was sounds, a Tyler yeah. Durden. Yeah, that sounds about right. I wouldn't doubt it, sure. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I believe that that's something we would do. Uh, <laughs> okay. So there's a bit where they, they show a picture of uh, basically of bulk, like child bulk, like about to punch child skull. And that's when I discovered that bulk and I were meant to be lifelong pals. No. No. That's when you stuck a great popsicle down my back and I decided not to clobber you. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. That like child child bulk is the one looking like terrified and child skull is the one looking like really like jazzed about something. Yeah. Because apparently what happened is Kid Skull dropped a great popsicle down Kid Bolt's back. And apparently, because Bulk did, Kid Bulk did not beat the shit out of Kid Skull. That's when Skull knew that they were going to be best buddies forever. Yeah, that's when Skull realized he could abuse this other child as much as he wanted. 
That's the thing, though, because this posits that Skull is the, like, antagonist, which is not really... No, that makes perfect sense. As children, Skull was the aggressive one, then puberty hit, and Bulk realized, oh, wait, no, I'm in control now. (laughs) I was going to say, like, speaking of old theories, this really feeds back into the old idea that Skull, it just plays the idiot to fuck with Bulk. It does, actually. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, this is very true. So, at this point, um, let's see, we cut back up to the moon, and, uh, <laughs> Zed's like, oh, aren't they all adorable? <laughs> and, uh, Goldar says, well, once you activate the Rock of Time, they won't be talking about their childhood, they'll be living it! <laughs> um... So then Zed uh, use, activates his Rock of Time, by which I mean... <laughs> he, well, hold on, let's not forget he says it's like, well, I guess there's no time like the present. Yes. Or should I say, the past! <laughs> which isn't actually how this works, if so you think about it. So the Rock of Time, a magical device and or mystical rock that can yeah. reverse the flow of time is a boulder on the hillside. It's just a rock. They didn't even, like, sprinkle some fucking glitter now, on it. Now, they, they put a lot of Photoshop filters on this don't rock, though. be ridiculous, Zach. That's obviously not what's going on. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I love that I can tell the tone of voice when this is some shit's about to happen, but go ahead, Luke. Obviously, over the course of the past, like, year or two, I don't know how long he's passed in the show, uh, as the morphing grid has continued to expand, the Infinna Park has gone on in more and more, like, increasingly large infinities. It has reached a place where any hypothetical possibility manifests, such as a rock that controls time. That's why he couldn't do the plan before, Obviously, the Rock of Time, a, a artifact of incredible power, isn't just some rock in the middle of a fucking field. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to clarify something. We said they put a lot of fo- Photoshop filters on it. They do that eventually, but the first shot of this is unaltered. Right. What I mean is that it's a rock. It's like, just a big boulder. It's just a rock. And then he zaps it, and then it, like, glows and glitters, which is fine. But, Luke, I like this theory because it actually covers the fact that, like, as the series go on, weirder and weirder shit happens. Right. Because the morphing grid is constantly, like, leaking into and taking over the quote-unquote real world. Right. Makes At this point, sense. Zordon's the real enemy of humanity more than Lord Zed could ever be. Okay, great. So, at this point, so my favorite part is that nothing happens for a little while, and they're like... Yeah, so Zed specifically says after zapping, it's like, okay, now just to wait for the Rock of Time to, like, kick in or whatever. <laughs> yes. And so they kind of stand there gloating for a little bit. Watch any moment now, the Rock's power shall take effect. Ah, yes. Say goodbye, Power Rangers. Your lives are about to change forever. Now, spin. Spin back to your powerless past. Wait four to six hours before yeah, it begins. This is the weirdest pacing. A, a glowing orb of red light comes out of the Rock of Time. Well, okay, so real quick, I wanted to note, there is a bit where Zed is facing the Earth backdrop, and I don't... 
I don't remember this ever before. Oh, yeah, no, it's, this has come up before, because I remember we commented on Did the we... perspective being fucked. Well, no, 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 not that. The part where he does, like, a flag guard twirl that's with his staff. That's not saying that it's new Lord Zed footage. I think that's new. I don't remember that ever happening before. He literally does, like, a gun core, like, ROTC move with his Zed staff. As he turns back towards the earth, it's really weird, and I don't know why he did it. Uh, He's but, very excited about this plan. Yeah, so... But I like this. Yes. They stand around for a little bit, just waiting. Um, Like, somebody just said, a red orb comes out and starts, like, orbiting the earth. And the earth just stops rotating. Yes. So, then the red light comes back out, goes the other way, and starts spinning the earth the other way now let's go ahead well okay actually well first it first it stops yes first it stops and then it spins the, other, spins way the other way so around like- and throughout all of this there's no physical impact on earth that we can see right. nobody oh. even notices any and difference. also right. we cut back to the uh the the school and we do start to see a clock tick backwards now Okay, first of all, we see a clock shoot forwards like 20 minutes in the span of five seconds. <laughs> okay, yes, that too. So this this is sloppy because they didn't – this thing was made quick and dirty. Like they didn't like put clockwork in it and then like just turn it backwards. Like this is someone standing behind a fake clock like working it like it's a puppet hey, so the hey, hands just flail wildly. I have a better idea than making a real fake clock – just play a clock in reverse footage. <laughs> we know you know how to reverse footage. Yeah, this, yeah. this show using reverse footage, are you kidding me? What a crazy idea. Listen, let's go ahead and talk about this now. All right. Um, we, I like time travel. Sure. Sh- movies and stuff. Yeah, They're all definitely. bullshit. Like, th- they're all dumb. Uh, they're, well, all they're, right. Well, let me, let me, what I mean sure. is that. Almost always, there are several plot holes in your it's time travel It's nearly impossible movie. to make a paradox-free or, like, easily comprehensible time travel story that you can't poke holes it's into. It's a hard thing to do. That's fine. I don't normally make a habit out of pointing out all the problems. Right. Saying, like, that's not how time travel really works is a dumb thing to say. Yeah. However. <laughs> However. However. There's a concept in uh, storytelling and fiction of establishing your own rules for how things work and then <laughs> obeying those rules and <laughs> surprising the audience with unexpected but logical consequences of those rules. The way this shit works is out of its fucking control. Because, first of all, okay, well, yes, yes, in the first Superman movie... That he reverses the Earth's direction and it goes back in time. Obviously, that's not how that works. Fine. Sure. But, but like, you can, you know, sticking with Luke's explanation of how storytelling works, like, you can buy it within that movie because it establishes, okay, if I do this and the Earth, you know, the Earth spin reverses time or whatever, like, you see, like, as the Earth starts spinning backwards... You know, you see footage moving back. It's like you see right. the physical effect of that. Well, and, and, it, and more importantly, in the Superman movie, and the Superman movie's not an unassailable piece of cinema by any means, but it's clearly, like, it's a little weird and confusing, but, like, that is just a symbolic use of, like, overreach of his power to, to act in a godlike manner, which has been a, like, conflict he's been low-key struggling with the whole movie. Right. 
Right. Like, yeah, like everything that happens in that movie follows logically from the rules and like right. structure like, that the movie establishes. Yeah, like before he does it, he has a flashback to Jor-El being like, hey, dude, don't play God with these like developing creatures. That wouldn't be cool. And he's like, fuck that. I gotta get laid. Right. And and so so as you said, at least then you see like footage playing in reverse, et cetera, et cetera. In like, this, there's a logical, yeah, there's a logical action that comes from what he did. Yeah. So in these, in these more logical, like time travel movies that you all enjoy, how many of them have an invisible woman talking about <laughs> learning about how to ride a horse? This is a picture of me with my horse, Blue. I started riding when I was six years old, and I almost quit when I was seven because I fell off. But my dad always taught me to face my fears and conquer them. So I just kept getting on that horse until the fear went away. Oh yes. Also, also when you cu- when we cut back, there is a there is a a student that we don't see talking about. This is when I rode this horse and I learned blah 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 blah. Uh, but I, I want to say so. The thing is, first of all, clocks being tied to the Earth's rotation is very funny. Like that's not <laughs> anything. I mean, Listen, that, Zach, that's just how that's just how clocks work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how sundials like, work, which are a type of clock. I could accept it if it was just time is moving backwards and the Earth right. is rotating in reverse as a consequence of that. Right. But, See, but the, also, the <laughs> clock is moving backwards, but everyone is still operating in forward time. Like, yes. everyone's still just speaking to each other. Like, just play the whole scene in reversed footage with reversed audio. That would be creepy and weird and interesting. And also, no one, like, nothing happens to anyone until they just all turn into children. No one, like, gradually turns younger. Like, it's... Right, yeah, like, <laughs> the clocks move backwards, but time continues to move forward until suddenly it, like, jumps back to whatever point he wanted it to. It there's, But even then, it doesn't actually jump back in time. Right. Yeah, no, no. Right. Now, can, can I give my real, real dumb nitpicky ones? Okay. Sure. Uh, when the Earth stops before it turns backwards... Shouldn't mm. everyone just fly into space? Like, right, well, yes. I mentioned that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, there are no physical effects from this. <laughs> yes. Well, so yeah. Let's let's actually let's actually talk about like what specifically like how this goes down. I mean, I guess we can. I guess we can talk about the plot of the episode linearly, even though they don't seem yeah. to give a shit about that. <laughs> well, well, listen. Okay, so the invisible woman is talking about how she learned to ride a horse as a kid. Right, Sue Storm. Got it. Right, right. <laughs> and then the clock slowly starts moving backwards. And then Billy, I, Billy's the first one to notice it, and he's like, yeah. hmm, hey, so uh, Miss Appleby, that clock's being all fucking weird. That's strange. And like, hmm, yeah, that's that does seem strange. Oh, well. And, yeah. And I forget exactly what the line is that Miss Appleby says, but she says something. She says, like, what should we do about it, class? It was so interesting to hear you tell about the events that have helped to make you who you are today. Yes, Billy? Uh, Miss Appleby? That clock seems to be acting rather oddly. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my goodness, that is rather odd, isn't it? What should we do? Do, dear lady, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Maybe she's just impatient, Lord said. You can always speed things up a little. There's just nothing to be there's and something then, like that. <laughs> yeah, let me ask my students what we should do about the busted clock, I guess. And then Zed's like, hey, oh, you you don't 
you don't like what's going on, young lady? Well, jeez, I, I forget exactly how it goes down, but she, Zed responds to Miss Appleby in some way, and then Golder's yeah. like, hey, maybe if we do it faster? Yes, yes, yes. Like, says, yeah, like, sure. This is my favorite bit of this, because they were before, like, they activate and like, well, nothing to do now but wait. Oh, wait, screw waiting. I can just make it happen now. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I also... Which is kind of sets modus operandi, really. Right, but, like, if he had the power to just make it happen, why was he waiting in the first place? He hates waiting. Can I also point out that Billy, who is a superhero who's dealt with, like, alternate dimensions and aliens and shit like that, for some reason decides to ask his, like, high school teacher what they should do well, about the magic Zach, clock. In his in his defense, it's just a clock moving backwards. There's nothing else happening to make him think something's afoot here. <laughs> right, he's true. Just at, he just thinks it's a broken clock. Yeah, that's fair. He's like, that's yeah, Miss Appleby, make sure to let the janitor know that this clock needs to be replaced. Like, So we cut to the command center after Zed hits fast forward. This, okay, I forgot about that part. This is the most batshit part of all this. Well, so because what happens is basically they're like, okay, well, the, uh, the Earth is spinning backwards, and we should check on the Rangers and make sure everything's all right since I don't know what he's trying to do. And which you would think if that everyone knew this is how time works in this universe, they would immediately right. understand what was happening. Yeah, but it, Zordon's but like, yeah, Zordon specifically says, oh, this mu- this would could have some catastrophic effects on the like time space continuum or whatever. But I don't know what Zed's trying to do. Yeah, yeah he says with unpredictable results. <laughs> Time-space continuum is one of those phrases I want to ban all writers from ever using oh, again. Oh, it's so Be- bad. Because it's code for horse shit. Like, it's just yeah. nothing. Yeah, and also... I mean, my favorite thing about this is when Zordon says that, hey, the time-space continuum could be fucked, Alpha walks over to the viewing globe, sees Kimberly just kind of sitting there, I guess staring confusedly at the clock, and he just goes, well, they seem okay for now. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah. to be fair, again, is... At least understandable in that you'd think if the time-space continuum was being fucked up, something would be happening. You're right. right. And also, uh, at this point, they... Oh, no, sorry, that's a little bit later. So then we cut back to school, and whoosh, everybody's children. Now, a couple things to note in in quick succession. A, Miss Appleby's hair, Miss Appleby's hair. <laughs> it's bad, y'all. I mean... I give them points. I mean, it's a bad wig, yeah. Uh, I give them points for, um, like not only de aging the Rangers and at least giving some indication that Miss Appleby was also affected, but that right. uh, you can't give them very many points. No, but not many. Yeah, they tried. Uh, but I, I was waiting for it to cut over to Miss Appleby, and she would just be like a beautiful twenty something. <laughs> That'd have been pretty good. I also don't. I also think it's. Apparently, Miss Appleby, at the time that the Rangers were children, was a two a second year or second oh, yeah, grade no, teacher. No, no, I at guess Angel Grove, at Angel Grove, the teacher's assigned to the class and graduates with the class. Right. See, it's well, less. No, so, no, okay. so here's here's the weird thing. This is kind of to Luke's earlier point that it, it does. This is not reversing time. No, this no. Is just making everyone younger because all of the Stone Canyon kids are still in this class. Tommy. Tommy did not go to did not live on Angel Grove. Tommy, no, Tommy. Not, the the three the the younger versions of Jason, Zach, and Trini are not here. Right, and like this is it's just everybody's younger. Yeah, but they're like, in the they're in the same classroom that they were in in high school, like a moment ago. 
In fact, we will see an establishing shot of the school that it still says Angel Grove High School. So, like, yeah. yeah. It's just it, no one realizes what happened, I guess, is part of the spell, question mark. Yeah, it's it, also, it also, there's also a weird wrinkle in it of, in this as well, because their clothes still fit. That's true. Their clothes also they get reversed smaller in time. Clothes. Yeah, their yes. clothes were de-aged, which clearly caused them to shrink. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, yeah, I don't. Matt, I don't want to think about the version of this episode yeah. where they don't have that happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, it's still that's a question that needs to be answered. Part, it's part of the whole like broad kit and caboodle of this. The mechanics of this make no fucking well, sense. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. It, it is not that they turn back time. It is that they have. He's turned everyone into kids, and somehow, like, the universe has realigned itself to make yeah, sense. He's of basically that. created an alternate dimension where these people yeah. existed at a younger age. He has created an elementary school AU for Power Rangers <laughs> <laughs> to match his fan fiction that he's been writing all this time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh. Oh God! Can you imagine a fan fiction writer with the power to make their fan fiction happen? Frankly, I, that sounds like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure villain. Oh, I'm great, almost good. positive that idea has been explored in something before. <laughs> so, at this point, um, isn't that the plot of Alan Wake? Okay, kind of. that's yeah, the plot kind of, of Dante's yeah. Inferno. Kind of. Well, I don't uh, know I mean, Dante's Inferno. That's like the meta plot of Dante's Inferno. Alan's Wake. It is. There's a. Uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan's Wake, the plural form of Alan Wake. Alan Wake, Alan's sorry. Wake, the sequel where Alan died and we're having a funeral for yeah, him. Alan's dead. <laughs> it's just, it's just like a two-hour experience, and you just sit very quietly while a man says nice things about about yeah, Alan. I mean, Alan they Wake. might as well make that game because it's about all we're gonna get. Yep. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So we've got the kids. Uh, we Kimberly goes up to answer a math problem. And actually explains how she arrives at her answer, yeah, this is which weird. is awesome. She like, she, like, lectures the class on how to do it, but doesn't actually solve it on the board as she she's going through it. She doesn't show her work. Like, it's the worst. Uh, Balkan Skull, a chill- by the way, child Balkan Skull, great in this yeah, episode. Yeah, they're adorable. I uh, love them. Super fun. Look, I'll, I'll be frank. Like, y'all know me. I really hate kid actors. I hate them so much. But, like, all the kids in this two-parter do a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that, yeah, they, they do pretty well. The thing with Kimberly doing the math problem, it's it's 900 divided by 30. And I know how to do long division in the way she's doing it. But, like, listening to her talk it out, I suddenly understood why we have, like, the new math. Like, <laughs> oh, this is... This is nonsense that you're saying when you like talk it out and explain right. the rationale behind especially, it. Especially, especially when you aren't like visually showing it to people on the board as you do it. Right. Like, no wonder yeah. that people are trying to invent new ways to teach kids mathematics. This is nonsense. Everything I've read about the Common Core is that it actually is a totally valid way to teach people. It's just that people who didn't learn it that way go, "That's dumb," and yell well, about it's, it. Well, it's that. Yeah, it's that kids come home and say, "Hey, mom, help me with my homework," and they're like, "What the fuck are you right. learning?" Um, so Balkan Skull, ch- children Balkan Skull, put a balloon 
filled with shaving I, cream? I think we, we need to just be able to say their names at this point. We can't keep just saying okay. Kid Bulk, Bulk, Kid Skull. Bulk. Because, it, because, frankly, every time you say Kid Rocky, I'm going to ask <laughs> Eric to put in a little, like, two-second sting of all summer long. <laughs> Please don't. Oh, don't do that. No, not that. Listen, Anything but that. Listen, listen. If, even if we weren't afraid of like getting hit with copyright stuff from Kid Rock, Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> right. is in there. And Werewolves of London. Uh, and just, Werewolves of London. Just because it sucks of two so much because it reminds you of good songs but doesn't actually play them. <laughs> <laughs> so at, at this point... Also, speaking of Kid Rocky, we kind of glossed over it. When Rocky first turns into a kid, oh, yeah. we, finally, we finally get to see him from the side. And on top of the, the spiky hair on top and the buzz cut on the sides, he's got like... He's got a fucking rat tail? It's, yes. It's not a rat, just a rat tail, though. It's, like, long hair that becomes a rat tail, like, halfway yeah. down. It's... This I, is absolutely a look it's that I remember existing. definitely yeah. going to be the picture for this episode, because I can't deal with it. <laughs> it's so bad. Um... So yeah, uh, they they put a b- balloon of shaving cream on Kimberly's seat while she goes up to answer the problem. It falls off. They like get under her seat to try to pick it back up, and when she gets back, she steps on it and it squirts shaving cream all over them. Uh, and Miss Appleby physically grabs them by the ears and sends them to Mr. Kaplan's office. Yeah, because we've gone back in time to a period when it was okay for teachers to, to physically assault. touch students. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the early nineties. Right. Children. You know, Miss Appleby is constantly just grumbling about how like it, things would be so much better if she could still do this shit. Man, yeah. remember when remember when Miss Appleby was like a nice old lady who like ran away whenever anything important happened, and now she she's this so mean. weird hard ass. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't understand it. She's had to spend like a year and a half of dealing with Bulk and Skull now. Like, that's that true. Okay, break any but pizza. also, she's just like she's she's horrible to them she's not a good teacher she she very specifically is like she as she grabs bulk at skull she's like so class can anyone tell me who's responsible for this and aisha fucking raises her hand and then stands up as like bulk and skull did blah 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 blah. they made the disruption in the mess so we've talked about how aisha needs a personality narc is not a good one narc narc yeah So, at this point, um... Also, that's fucking patronizing as hell, Miss Appleby. You know full well who did that. Everyone else does, too. How dare you try to cultivate this, like, environment of snitching? So, so I love what happens next. Bulk and Skull need to be ostracized. (laughs) Like... If if this is what was actually happening to them at this age, like this t- this is so much about them. So I love what happens next. Which uh, first of all, there's a little cute part where Kimberly's like, "Oh, my outfit's ruined," and Aisha helps you clean it up. Are you all right? Yeah, my new outfit it's ruined. Don't worry, I never leave home without one. Thanks. And then Tommy's just like, "Oh, it'll be all right." Let's go to the park. Come on, guys. Let's go to the park. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah. No reason yeah. given. Well, just, well, also, we... also, with figuring out things about Aisha, apparently she just always carries, like, a handkerchief with her. Yeah. And makes a point of saying she always has one. Yes. That's clearly going to be an important, like, personality trait that comes back in future episodes. Obviously, that was a setup for later when, like, there's a villain with some kind of toxic sludge power. And Aisha's going to be able to reveal that she has a pocket tissue on her. And... <laughs> So I have a, I have a rant to give about the next scene 
Because <laughs> the next scene is very bad. Is it that these children decided to go to the park by themselves unattended? No, it's well, okay, that is bad. No, we cut that's to the, the that's command the next, center. Next scene. We cut to the first command center. Yep. And uh oh, right. they talk about how the, the Rangers are now too young to remember <laughs> right, that they're yeah, Rangers. Yeah, yeah so apparently the command center did not go back in time. No, everybody there is fine. Also, why is the command center immune to time magic? I can accept that it's in some weird, like the inside well, of that place. Well, also, they've been there for thousands dimension. of years. Like, that right, wouldn't but they do... remember what was going on before this happened. That... Isn't, wait, isn't Zordon, like, literally a time wizard? Yes. Yeah, wait a second, yeah, he, of course, like, you can't fuck him up anymore time-wise. And uh, Alpha's a robot, so whatever, it's fine. Uh, but no, let me, so, he says, okay, so I figured out what's happened, they've reversed, reverse time- uh, we need to create some bullshit molecular descrambler to fix the Power Rangers. Well, can't we just bring them here to keep them safe? No, Alpha. They are children now, and it would be much too frightening for them. Fuck you. <laughs> you brought stranger children to the command center to celebrate Christmas, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like that made me so angry. This is a Zordon post that where he realized his mistake. Right. It just like I had to kill the other children. I don't want to bring the Rangers here. They had well, horrific about, like, PTSD. You <laughs> like just you, you can't bring these kid Rangers here because it'd be too scary. It reminded me of a question I had. How fucking pumped were these kids? That they got to be the Power Rangers. Like yeah, originally, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, that's true. I, would like they... those kids must have been so excited to get to do this show. Oh, you mean the actors? Yeah, that's I true. Mean the yeah. actors, yeah, yeah. That, like, that, like those kids got to fucking fight putties. That's awesome. Yeah, that is the coolest thing. So, um, at this point, Alpha vamps off of Zordon's thing. By the way, because he's like, it would be too frightening for them, and he's like, frightening for them? It's too frightening for me. <laughs> yep. And then he, like, chomps on a cigar or something. I don't know. <laughs> God. So, with these kids, like, they were filming this show, like, hard and fast, right? Like, so, yeah. how many of these kids, like, did these kids know about the changeover of the Rangers at this point? Did they yeah. have any fucking clue who Rocky Adam and Aisha were? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the kid playing Tommy, he thinks he's the coolest thing ever. Yes, for sure. So, I mean, he kind of is. So, at this yeah. point, we get, uh, we go to the park. And, uh, let's see, Billy and Adam are making a kite. Billy claims- Billy says his dad helped him make a kite, but it is very clearly a store-bought rainbow Uh, kite. I have more problems with it it than that. No, your dad didn't do shit because you're a- you were an adult man earlier today, like- Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. He wasn't because now we're in the elementary school age. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, think of this as an alternate universe is the only way to make sense of it. Yeah. So Aisha shows Kimberly her dance. Um, what kind of dance what would you Rocky describe it as? Rocky doing. and Tommy are actually doing karate at each other. They're sparring. So they're establishing before the putty fight that they still knew karate when they were kids, which makes sense, I think, for those two characters. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, at, le- at least Tommy, yeah. like, we saw him earlier with the trophy. Right. So. Um, so, and then one of Ernie's, like, mob contacts shows up at the park. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's a it's a fat balding man in a Hawaiian shirt with his wife. Like it, yeah, when I saw the Hawaiian shirt, like this guy is totally too old. But part of me wanted to believe that it was young Ernie. But no, this man's <laughs> older than Ernie, if anything. Uh, they go to take a picture of these chilt. Okay, this lady's like, hey, <laughs> hey, honey, yeah. let's, let's think that. about that for a sec. Take a picture of those strangers' children. Just take a picture of those kids. That they're so adorable. Take a photo. That's creepy, lady. And this fucking. This you fucking you won't give camera. me children, so why don't we just take a picture of someone else's? Yeah, uh, and heroes, Balkan Skull. We're scoping things out for a kidnapping yeah, later. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes, Balkan Skull, pop up from the Casing ground the joint. Uh, and scare them away by yelling at them with hot dogs okay, so, in their well, mouths. Yeah, they have hot dogs in their mouth. Yeah. They're just going, Bruh! <laughs> And the so lady so Vulcan Skull scare this man so bad that he knocks his wife into a trash can. Yeah, she, yeah. she basically goes Some very, first very into poorly it. done pratfalling here. Let's yeah, it's bad. Yeah, um, uh, Aisha is like, man, those two are gross, or Kimberly, or whoever says it. Um, yeah, he helps his wife out of the. Uh, the guy helps his wife out. She's got shit stuck to her face. I don't even know what it is. Uh, and then they're like, oh, you guys are terrible. Your children should be ashamed of yourselves. Well, d- well, don't don't forget, like, after the, the man and the woman run off, off screen, we get the dramatic zoom in on the camera on the yeah. ground. That's super important. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So mm-hmm. we come back to Billy. Balkan Skull just take his kite. Uh, and then Billy's like, hey, give that back. And then Bulk goes, Billy, go fly a kite. Kite and uh, Skull goes, good one, Bulk. <laughs> and uh, I liked it. It made me laugh. <laughs> so Bulk and Skull immediately get kind of just tangled up in the in this kite. And I, I guess to, to basically just to get them to fall down, because what else would they be doing? Kimberly's like, hey, Skull, do you want to kiss? And Bulk goes, no, 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 don't do it. They have cooties. And Skull goes, I like cooties. Yes. yes. Which is yeah. a great line. Yeah, I like Hell yeah. cooties. Yeah. <laughs> so they fall over, so which is great. Bulk, so Bulk is gay and uh, Skull is bi, clearly. Right. You ever think I feel about like how cooties are actually like an old-fashioned word for like pubic lice? Is yeah. It, I, I mean, don't think yeah. it's pubic lice. I thought it was just like lice. Well, I think no. I, th- I think it's like because no, like cooties, cooties specifically carries like an STD connotation. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But so Bulk and Skull fall down, and then we cut to the moon, and Zed just seems to be specifically laughing at the fact that Bulk and Skull fell down. <laughs> I mean, that seems like it's in his wheelhouse. I took notes for this episode, which I don't that much lately, and uh, I wrote down Zed loves pratfalls, because apparently he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he's just like, he, he literally says, like, he starts laughing, and he's like, oh, it's too bad I have to stop this now, because that was really funny. <laughs> like, like, There's been this weird, like, recurring theme of Zed just watching Bulk and Skull do things over the last couple episodes, I mean, and I don't know why. it's basically a recurring thing of this podcast. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Vulcan Skull did stop one of his monsters. It's that's fair that he draw they draw his attention. That's fair. So now they're now they're all playing dodgeball, I guess, or kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's it's a version of dodgeball where one person just has the ball and chucks it at everyone. Also, it's elimination. Vulcan yeah. Skull are clearly there with the Rangers. Like even though they're oh, yeah. not like 
in the group. It, it's I don't know. I noticed that they're basically there with right. them. Well, I assume I assume that back in elementary school, Bulk and Skull probably ran with the Rangers, but over time, the incessant bullying of the Rangers drove them away. Sure, right. Uh, to be yeah, fair, so Kid Bulk and Skull the... are way more bullies than the adult ones are. Uh, so then we get a shot where. Uh, Let's see. Tommy throws the ball. Everybody jumps out of the way except Rocky, who catches it. Yeah, we get an actually like creative shot for the show where they like have the ball attached to a camera, so we're seeing it from mm. the ball's perspective. Nice. Boy, you are. You're, he, yeah. said, he did say for the show. Yeah. In fairness, yeah. But, no, I mean specifically for this television show that normally doesn't bother with but shit like then, that. But yeah. then, and also Zach, yes. when you go to get the picture for the episode, this shot of Rocky holding the ball is probably the best look you get at okay, that. Okay, great. I, Just I will keep it in mind. Then yeah, Rocky. But throws- anyway, I was impressed by that, but then immediately discarded all of that because the best thing that's ever happened on this show <laughs> happened. Rocky oh throws my Rocky God. Throws the ball. And this is- I love the putties. <laughs> there's- this is the best fucking putty fight. There's no way there's been a better putty entrance than this, right? Like, <laughs> I I can't I even know, the, think of the, anything the that comes close. The only one that comes close to me is the basketball thing, and I don't remember the entrance they made for the, that. I, the one where they the one where they show up in a human pyramid that immediately collapses is pretty yeah. good. That's that's pretty, that good. pretty good. Yeah, but it's not better. It's not better than this, though. Because what no. happens is Rocky throws the ball, and a putty jumps out of fucking nowhere and catches the ball while doing a somersault, and then lands. And it's the fucking he best. Not not only does oh, he land, he lands in a row of six of them who all start doing like robot dance moves. Yes, it's it's like like extras from fucking West Side Story. <laughs> it's- <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like shuffle dance, like toward the camera, pass the ball God, back and forth while they do it. It's so good. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's my favorite and thing. And then we get a second, <laughs> like a second mini entrance, which is like while the the putties start circling around them, uh, Bulk and Skull are just watching, and then someone taps Bulk on the shoulder, and he's like, leave me alone, I'm watching, and then turns around, and there's a putty there to fuck with them, we get, too. We get a couple of real close-up shots of the putty masks, and that's a mistake. You shouldn't Don't do, that. do that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that, for sure. They're not good masks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bulk and Skull, like, hide under a picnic table, and then we get a kid's- we get children v. putties, and it's- it's well, first great. of all, the, the putties like surround the rangers, and it really puts into stark relief just how ineffective the putties Put- are. Putties, because- yeah, putties don't <laughs> attack things. That's the main problem. No, they just sort they of, just get you. Yeah, they just sort of meander. Like they take so long to do anything that Billy's like, maybe we should ask them if they're lost or something. You know, my mother told me never talk to strangers. They look pretty strange to me. Do you think they're lost? We should ask them if they need directions. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so... God, Billy, you are such a fucking dork of a child. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam might be the biggest dork because he actually, like, walks up to the putties with the, with the dodgeballs. Like, hey, so do you guys want to play? And the putty just fucking, like, hits yeah, him. D- uh, yes, no, the putty looks the at ball. it. He, like, puts his fist on his chin and kind of does a back and forth, like, hmm, let me think about it, and then punches him. So Adam decides to just huck the ball at one of them, and then they sort of then. sort of attack, kind so of. So that's the thing, that's the thing, <laughs> with, that's the thing with putties, is you've got to aggro them. Right. Yeah. We get the we get like the putty hand cam. You get like a putty hand cam point of view of a fucking putty yeah, glove please. like impotently chasing around yes. tiny children. Video, video game developers, please 
please make me a first person putty simulator. <laughs> so uh, they, they you can make it a day Z clone. Call it day P. They they kind oh, of just God. like huck the ball at the putties to like get them off. Like one of them grabs Adam and Rocky throws so the ball at him. I I really like the very first time one of them gets beamed by it because he like kind of does a wobble before he falls down. Like yes. the, pu- the putty body language in this episode is like off the charts. I yeah. do love the fact that the first tiny precocious child to get grappled is Adam, who's just screaming, let me go, let me go. Like, Adam <laughs> would be the first kid to get fucking bullied by the putties. Yeah, he would. So uh, so when Rocky, like, saves Adam and by hitting a putty in the back with a dodgeball, the putty falls toward Bulk and Skull and gets all up in their faces, and they start, they scream and run away. And we get this bit where Bulk just yells, it's the boogeyman! And Skull okay. goes, you told me he wasn't yeah. real! Okay, something something very important that this also establishes with the putties is canon. Uh, The putties' tongues are made out of flesh. Yeah, because they get close enough that you can tell, and that's creepy. Yeah, you can see his tongue, (laughs) and it's made of flesh. Zoom in on the putty mask. It's bad. It's a bad time for everyone. Putties canonically have flesh tongues. Uh, That is horrifying. Then we get a shot of fucking. Child Tommy spin kicking a goddamn putty <laughs> onto the ground. He grabs a wait. Did did you miss? Did you skip the bit where like Child Kimberly like jumps over a bunch yeah, of yeah. them? Yeah, I mean, and then kicks one in the, the butt, and then they, they land in a huge yeah. pile. Also, also, Kid Rocky kicks kicks one behind the knee and knocks it down, making Kid Rocky the most effective Rocky we have ever seen. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Tommy accidentally, well, you know, not accidentally, but like. Happens to hit one of the putties in the Z, and a child has killed a monster. Like, like, okay, there's so many things in quick succession, but like, a, they're not all that horrified by watching this man shatter into pieces. No, they're not. Before them. <laughs> they're pretty okay with the, it. In fact, Tommy's reaction is just cool. Hit the Z. Yeah. The B uh, suddenly. My tr- uh, attempt to defend these putties is like, oh no, they're stronger than a seven weak point. Feels incredibly weak because <laughs> if a small child can defeat them, then why did they give the Power Rangers a hard time the, back in the start of season dude, the one? The best part is the putties, once Tommy says that, all are like, oh god, we're gonna be murdered. Like, yeah, they no, all. No, they're literally going, like, what, the one in the front of this camera shot is literally shaking his head, covering the Z, going, no, 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 no. <laughs> Folks, folks, during this scene, Child Bulk throws a dodgeball at a putty, hits it in the Z and kills it, which I'm pretty sure is Bulk's first recorded monster kill in this show. there's also... Well, no, because he killed the one at the prism, right? That wasn't a kill. Oh, no, no, that's right. Yeah, they busted their rangers out. One of these, by the way, one of these kills is amazing because he gets hit in the Z, <laughs> he just looks down at it, and then, like, looks back up and is like, aww, and then <laughs> blows up. Like, it's so yeah, good. it's really good. There's a, there's a bit where they knock each other, uh, each other over, like, a string of dominoes. Yes. Like, also, like we, can't, we can't say everything that happens in this fight scene, but, folks, it's fucking incredible. Yeah, please, please watch this it's scene. So it's so good. It's so fucking stupid. Like, if you want to understand why we come to this show and why we actually have fun with it, this is it. Oh, my God. And then... Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, also, I just I just want to say I really love that Bulk and Skull are full-on a part of the group for this yes, shot. Like, that, they are helping nice. out as much as anyone. Uh, Matt, go ahead. 
I was going to say, so you know how you said you liked me doing the thing where I describe things violently and graphically? Yes, yes. Yeah, I knew that was happening, yeah. Give all of the putties aluminum bats and watch <laughs> well, how fast these kids die. Well, that's die. the thing is, like, in a second... Fuck, send down Goldar with his fucking right. sword well, and just start hacking is, like, in, arms and heads off. In a minute, off. Zed's gonna be like, I can't believe they beat my putties. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, go to send a hobo with a knife. They're children. <laughs> like, why are you so bad at this? <laughs> like, just imagine it. it does, you send down Goldar and you tell the putties, okay, just grapple the kids and I'll once you get them pinned I'll just come over and decapitate them one now, by one Matt here's the thing I will counter your assertion that sending Goldar will work any better than sending the putties did by saying that I have seen part two of this and not so much oh my <laughs> god so, uh, okay yeah you gotta remember how much like Goldar has been depowered over the past year and a half. <laughs> right. So you could s- just, just give them like any weapon. It's it's a small child. Just hit them with something heavy and th- they'll die. Or you can at least stun them and then you can keep hitting them with the heavy thing and then they'll die. <laughs> so real quick, real Fuck. quick, after they beat them, everyone except Tommy and uh, Rocky like fall down exhausted and Rocky and Tommy do this fucking dorky as shit, like, a so special high-five maneuver. And then they're like, good game, right, guys? <laughs> Fuck you, ch- small child. I hate <laughs> Man, you. Man, do, do you think this, like, universe's Tommy was less of a sad sack because he had an equally dorky loser yes, to, like, I, hang out with? Uh, you know what's funny is that this little thing, like, I wish that... I wish that normal Rocky and Tommy had this, like, dorky, uh, yeah. like, kung fu friendship, but they don't really. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I wish they had that all the time. I, I like how past, uh, past Tommy is actually, because he has, like, a friend, he's actually, like, noticeably happier, but Adam is still a total fucking sad <laughs> Yeah, <sack>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at this point, we, um... Cut up to the moon. Actually, well, we cut to the, no, command, cut to the center, command center. Yeah, and Alpha's just like, "Wow, I can't believe these children beat those putties," which shows that he hasn't been paying attention for yes. the last like however long. And Zordon's just like, "Well, we chose them for for a reason because you know they're great and everything, and not because they were just the five most convenient <laughs> like yeah. people standing in a row." He he also says, "We're still we're still pretending that they were actually chosen ones, huh, Zordon? We're still oh, we're still pretending there was a reason." We should probably hurry up because uh, Lord Zed will probably be mad and send him like an actual monster, and they are still in fact children. So like we should get working on this stuff. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Yeah, let's take a quick break before the last two minutes of this episode. I have to pee, and then we have questions. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's wrong with your plan? It's small. Hey, TWA crew. It's your old pal, Lucas. Just wanted to congratulate you on the big anniversary and just say, you know, I came across this show, like, right when I was getting back into Power Rangers, and it's kind of not an exaggeration to say that listening to it and interacting with you guys has changed my life. So congrats on the anniversary, and I can't wait to hear how it keeps going. Bye! Hey, Teenagers of Attitude crew, it's Emily here, and I just want to say congratulations on two years of your fantastic podcast. It and the network that sprung up around it has literally changed my life. And I don't know if I would be the person I am today without it. So, thank you. What's up, teenagers? 
This is Josh from the BGM Jukebox. Congratulations on your anniversary. Uh, love the show. If I had to describe it, I would say it's sort of like having a weird fever dream and then going back with a group of hilarious friends and reliving that fever dream together. Um, thanks very much for making the time fly by. Hey TWA crew, Cameron here. Congrats on reaching 100 episodes. Teenagers with Attitude is probably my favorite podcast and has been for quite some time now. Thank you so much for letting me guest on it and opening my eyes to the fact that I too could be on a dumb rewatch podcast. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Greg from War and Beast. Just wanted to give a big shout out to TWA uh, for their 100th episode. It, uh, it's been a long time coming and I'm really glad that I've been able to have been a part of everything. Congrats guys. Hey guys, it's Kendall from War and Beast. I just want to congratulate you guys on hitting 100 episodes. That's a huge feat. Not a lot of podcasts make it there. Um, you guys are an inspiration, basically the reason that I got back into podcasting. So uh, keep it up and thanks for everything you do. Hey guys, it's Julie, and I just want to quickly say congratulations because 100 episodes is definitely not something to turn your nose up at. And I also want to say thank you because thanks to you and the show, my life is definitely a lot better and I can't imagine not calling you my brothers anymore because of it. So congratulations and thank you, TWA. Hi, this is Cassidy from at what is cosplay on Twitter. And I'm just here to say a big congratulations to the Audio Entropy crew and to Teenagers with Attitude for making it to 100 episodes of Power Rangers. Plus bonus. This is former guest, often Facebook commenter and often tweeter to Zach, uh, Fletcher Keel, here to congratulate you on 100 episodes. I found you guys in a bit of a rough patch. I just got done with a job and it took me a while to find another one. And Finding you guys really helped pass the time. It gave me something to look forward to, and I binged basically the first 70, 75 episodes all in a row before I caught up. Remember when I did catch up, I thought, what am I gonna do with my life now that I can't just pop it in and listen every time? I can't thank you enough for what you've created. I can't thank you enough for the community that you have helped to build. And I can't thank those in the community enough for allowing me to be a part of it. Thank you, and once again, TWA, 100th episode, all right. What up, Pipe Trollers? Thanks for a hundred great episodes. If I hadn't found you because you advertised on uh, the Adventure Zone, it would have been a very sad day. You're like the best podcast I listen to. That's a lie. But you're my favorite. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so uh, at this point, we come back up to the moon and... Zed is pissed that children beat Wait, his... Wait, did, did, did we miss what happened in the command center? No, no we talked about that. We, there we wasn't much to talk about, There's but yeah, Zordon basically, Zordon basically said that what we're describing now was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zed is mad that children were able to beat his monsters that have a giant fucking target that makes them explode if you touch it on them. Uh, and like, like if Rita had done this same plan, they'd be dead. Like that's... Yeah. It, <laughs> It's really sad, actually. I think you're <laughs> overestimating the season one putties. No, I'm not saying no, they're good they're, at hey, their hey, job. Hey, but hey. Season one super putties. Boom, done. Yeah, They well, don't have the dumb go. guns that kill them anymore. That they used once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, just the regular putties would be a lot harder for children to actually destroy, I think. Yeah, they don't I have mean, the big self-destruct button. 
theoretically they could, but so yeah, they're like, okay, let's well let's send an actual monster. Uh, and then Zed is Zed fucks it up because what he should do is make a monster with a, like a gun or a sword. Get, bring that fucking fire monster. Set him on fire. I mean, you burn him say to death. that, but Boom. this is pretty brutal. Like, uh. well, yes. So yeah, what he does this is, is actually pretty effective. What he does is he makes a monster that can quote freeze them in time, uh, doubling down, and he sees the camera right. that that fat guy dropped earlier. Uh, See, and makes, he, he had this pun in the chamber, and he really, really wanted to execute, so that's why he went with the camera. Yes, so he says he's going to uh, make the Photomare monster, yeah, which wait, will what, trap... What's the pun? He's, he, as he zaps it, he says, victory will be ours in a flash. Oh, uh, yes. I thought you meant the monster's name. No. No, Photomare is... I mean, it's better than... Than Photohead. Than yeah, so Photohead. So something weird is that in this episode, the sub it's subtitled as Photomare... And in the second episode, it's subtitled as Photo Mirror, and I could see it going either way. It's definitely Photo Mirror. Yeah, uh, the way they say it, anyway, is Photo Mirror. Um, but yeah, so... You mean Photo and Nightmare, right? Not right, Photo yes. and, like, the, root, like, civic leader of a town. The Photo Mirror ain't <laughs> what it used to be, what it so, used to be. At this point, we get uh, the That's true, they don't make Polaroids down. anymore. The monster comes down, Bulk and Skull are with them, and they're like, that was scary, blah, 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 blah. They, they hide in the bushes so that this monster doesn't see them. I kind of like this because it's this whole thing of, like, Bulk and Skull kind of, uh, like, wanted to tag along. And the rangers yes. are actually kind of just like, hey, you know, if you want to hang with us, you can kind of just do that. You don't have to, like, yeah, Tommy's hide not back really- there taunting them he says like it's okay if you're scared and then they're like who are you calling a scaredy cast like no not what i said it's fine to be scared of weird monster men uh and then the photo mayor shows up uh and tells them all you know hold still i'll take your say cheese i'll so fuck you i up, love or- that one encounter with putties has completely desensitized these children to bat shit like scary monster right stuff also, I do agree that the kids are decent actors in these episodes. There is a part where Billy realizes something is wrong, and it cuts to Billy, and he says, "Wait a minute!" And then, <laughs> right, yeah, like and, they all and turn that, around, they see this thing, and their reaction is like mild befuddlement. Yeah. Yes. Well, and also, and uh, something we've talked about before with Power Rangers, which is where. They only act like you flip the acting switch and then it turns off. Uh, his acting switch turns off way before they cut away from him. Right. So it, it's just very silly. Not quite to the same level, but it reminds me of when uh, on The Simpsons, uh, Homer's making his Mr. Plow ad and Grandpa finishes his scene and then immediately walks back through the frame to go into the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, uh, the monster says, big smile for the picture you'll remember for a lifetime. And it takes a picture of all the Rangers and I want you all to look at Adam. Because... <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know. I am looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what they're going for, because Aisha says a line that's like, I don't think this is like the picture day at school. Like, I think the kids are supposed to be confused about whether or not this thing is actually a threat? Question mark? Well, at the very least, Adam didn't pick up on that <laughs> shit because he's just he's just like giving a big old thumbs up and a cheesy the, grin. The <laughs> monster said, give us a smile. What is he yeah. going to do? <laughs> it's pretty monster's great. probably an adult. He probably needs to listen to it. 
And it turns the them into a magical Polaroid, and they right, so are... Right, so it, it traps them in the photo, like... Right. Uh, Balk and Skull have a freak out. Yeah. The monster says, that's still life photography, and... That's uh, actually... I mean, as far as, like, quips go on this show, that one's not bad. It's better than it could could have been. We get a replay in the command center of that footage way back from the beginning of the series where Alpha like runs around like an idiot because he zaps himself. Yeah, he gets yeah he gets zapped and he gets zapped in the butt repeatedly, which is like, why would you design the command center this way? Also, he makes a noise that the subtitles accurately describe as shrieking, and it's kind of disturbing. Yeah, yeah, he screams. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of creepy for sure. If I can just get this wire connected over here, like so. <laughs> Zed's like, hey, I did it. I'm the best. This is the coolest thing. I'm so awesome. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, does anything else happen? No, right? No, 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 no. no. Zordon That's once it. again just explains something that happened in the episode. And, so, yeah. I, I will say... I just talked to Joel about this. This two-parter is one of the reasons I wanted to do this show. Because I saw this episode, and I was like, oh my god, they've been turned into kids, and now they've been sealed in a photograph. Which, first of all, was as close to existentially horrifying as anything could be when I was like four. Sure. And secondly, I was like, how could they conceivably get out of this one? And then well, I had soccer practice the next time they, they when they aired the second part, and I have never seen the conclusion of this two-parter. Well, nobody fucking tells what happens. I remember you telling the story, but I couldn't remember who told it. I thought it was like one of the guests or something. No, no, it's me. So what Luke is saying is you don't have to fire him, because after next next week, he's resigning. No, he's right, just exactly. done after next week. All I week, need yeah. to see is how this two-parter ends, and I'm good. <laughs> now, he, you picked, say- he picked the most convoluted way to do it, which is a very <laughs> right. Luke thing. You say yes. ain't no one tell me. But I assume it gets solved in about 30 seconds at the start of the next episode. Uh, so I won't tell you what happens, but I uh, am I'm, I'm on the next episode, and the Rangers do not get freed until seven minutes in. So. Okay, all right, that's something. It just It didn't seem like they would have... I mean, what are they even going to do with those seven minutes? All of their main characters are dead. It's all Balkan Skull footage, seven <laughs> minutes. Well, also Alpha with a gun. And Alpha with a gun. Great. So we'll talk about it. (laughs) But yeah, so, I mean, hey, awesome. Not a bad, not a bad uh, 100th episode. That was super fun. It's really nice of them to give us the one thing we love most in this show, which is amazing putty footage. Yeah. Oh, yes, also that. I will (laughs) say, like... Between this two-parter and, like, I, I haven't watched it recently, but, like, a, like I think like a month or two ago, I went ahead and watched The Wedding because I wanted to know what it was like. We've got a lot of really good stuff coming up, and, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, the worst is behind us, because, of course, the worst isn't behind no, us. It never is, yeah. but, like, we've got a lot of really fun stuff coming up, and I'm excited. I mean, the yeah, wedding... This show is all about ebbs and flows. The worst the... will always be ahead of us, but there will also be good times ahead. The Wedding, at the very least, has... Like Zed and Rita playing off of each other, yeah. And then Return of the Green Ranger has Tommy doing evil laugh Tommy again. So like, didn't we establish that's just his regular laugh? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> that's true. But uh, um, no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, it's fine. No big deal. 
So yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the episode. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm excited to get to the to the conclusion. Next it's such episode. a weirdly paced episode. It's because most of it is just, hey, let's spend some time with just kids doing kids stuff, and it's totally normal. Except there's a part of it that is a creeping horror because these are adults. Yeah, and nobody knows, and also yeah. there's just the whole, wait, how does this work? Also, they spend a bunch of time explaining a like convoluted time manipulation plot that doesn't actually play out the way they explain it. There really is like a minute and a half of between Zordon and Zed explaining like, the, time, the, the we moved the earth backwards so they don't remember and blah 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 yeah they have to establish a lot of rules yeah that uh, they don't follow yes like it <laughs> makes it all the worse that the way it plays out makes no sense because they actually like explained it all right so that's it i mean uh it's pretty good i enjoyed the hell out of it yeah this was a this is a good episode so let us now uh, do some questions from the listeners. Uh, if you have a question for us, you can send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Or you can send it to us, teenswithtood at gmail.com. And I've got a bunch of questions that we asked specifically, like, hey, if you have a question for our 100th episode about, like, us or the show or whatever, you send them to us. So I've yeah. got some. Awesome. Um and uh, let's just get started. Jonathan Hoops asks, I recently watched Mortal Kombat Legacy where it's uh, stated Johnny Cage was on Power Rangers. Which ranger do you think he played and which ranger actor would you like to see Johnny Cage play Johnny Cage in a Mortal Kombat movie? That has nothing to do with our 100th episode, but no, I, I know, like it. But you're so. fucking... All right. <laughs> I mean, the answer is obviously Jason, right? Yes. I yeah. mean, it, it either... I would say either Jason or Tommy, but yeah, I, I could definitely see Jason. Um, I don't know, but but Johnny Cage is like super corny, and I think Tommy is the corniest character. I don't know. Uh, which Ranger actor would play Mortal uh, Johnny Cage in a Mortal Kombat movie? I, I I feel like season two Tommy is a good fit for Johnny Cage, but season one Tommy is not. I feel like that's White fair. Ranger Tommy is a good fit. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I think um, I think Jason David Frank. Well, actually, you know what? When Jason David Frank had to be evil in that one episode, not Jason David Frank. When um, oh god, what's Jason Saint John? Austin Saint John had to be evil in that one episode with the sunglasses. That could he could cheese it up for for Johnny Cage. That'd be fun. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it being Jason both ways, to be honest. Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. I I, I like this question because well, because it's a, a Mortal yes, Kombat question. Yes, what? Shut Mortal up. Kombat. But but also uh, the idea that if if Johnny Cage was a real person, he would have started on Power Rangers is like so spot on, and I did not know that fact. So that's pretty funny to me. Um, let's move on to one that's more like this. Uh, Kane asks, after effectively dedicating two years and thousands of hours of your lives to, to reach this applaudable podcasting milestone, which of your co-hosts or other regular TWA guests would you choose to kill and eat in order to survive? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I 
wouldn't, so I guess I'll offer myself up as the sacrificial whatever. There's no fun in that. Much so off never me, mind. Sweet, no. cool, I eat Joel. Oh, see, there's no there's no joy in that, no. <laughs> no, there's no joy in it, but if he's going to be the one who's voluntarily taking the bullet... I want the thrill of a hunt. I just okay. like how hard that question turned. That's basically <laughs> what I enjoyed. You want the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. So do you want somebody that you can kill easily, or do you want somebody who can actually capably fight back against you? I feel like, you know what, Zach has been doing, like, he ran a half marathon recently. I feel like, wait, was it a half marathon? I don't it was even a 5k, know. I appreciate it, but I am trying to <laughs> Listen, be I, I'm just you. saying this to tr- partially because I'm curious and partially to try and dissuade you, because if you say me, I will load a .30-06 bolt action rifle with hollow points and put <laughs> you down first. Well, no, I'm saying, I, I feel like Zach is a good what's, runner. What's the scenario here in which we have to eat each other? Like, are we just on a desert island? No scenario was given. If you had to eat one of us to survive, which would it be? <laughs> Now, does it actually specify to survive, or was it just which one of your colleagues? It did eat? specify it to survive. It does say to survive. It doesn't give the scenario in which you must do this. Maybe I'm assuming. I find it hard to believe that you would have that kind of weaponry and you couldn't find anything to eat except the rest of us. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good point. I'm just, uh, no, I'm assuming it's like some th- weird. I'm assuming war- this is like we're a soccer team in the mountains. No, kind no, of situation. I'm, no. I'm assuming this is like a weird warlock curse where we need to consume the flesh of one of our friends to survive. Or one of our fans is both incredibly wealthy and deranged, and created an island <laughs> specifically to trap us on to force us into the scenario. Oh God, is this guy doing research? Is that who asked this question again? <laughs> oh, maybe we shouldn't answer this question. That's yeah, a good point. That's, that is a good <laughs> yeah. point. Uh, Matt, let's move on. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, let's see. Mason, asks, I wouldn't be surprised if Matt has already planned all this out, just in case. <laughs> if you could I go mean, back, th- where do you think Simon went? Oh, yeah, that, uh, there you go, Simon. Uh, he's not on this episode. Guess why? Simon has a child. Uh, that's fucked up. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's more for later. We can, yeah, we can save him now like, and save him again whoa, in about 18 whoa, years. Whoa, 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 Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> oh, this got, this got, this got a and place. I thought Matt was taking things too dark yeah, on this episode. Let's move on. Let's shit. move on. I mean, on the one hand, I want to high five you because like Jesus, but on the other hand, like Jesus. So Mason <laughs> asks... If you could go back in time and choose an episode of Power Rangers to not have recorded a podcast about, which one would you have vetoed? Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. Pro- probably that, the, the fucking episode with Madam, whatever the fuck her name was that Madam- we did recently. Yeah, that what? episode. Fuck that one. Oh, the oh, racist one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's I think actually, it's that one. That, yeah. that one that's for a me, good because answer. Because that was both kind of a shitty episode and it was kind of not fun to record. That's, because yeah. Because it's also yeah. a shitty episode. If yeah. I could pick all of the the island the illusion island episodes you see that episode was horrible but you got that shot of Zach screaming oh, at yeah, the snake which was incredible yeah i don't think yeah. the podcast was bad like yeah yeah that's fair yeah no I, I'm, uh, I'm with matt i think the yeah that's that's the yeah. right call it's hard yeah. to yeah if there was any episode where we could do like some kind of a cop out where we could just be like we just released an episode that's like 20 seconds long, and it's just Zach saying, hey, this one's racist. We're not talking about it. 
bye y'all and just have that be the podcast for that episode I, yeah. I would like s- i would say if it was which one which episode do you wish you hadn't watched it would be the christmas episode because that was bad that was painful but well, the what's epi- the exact wording of the question it's uh recorded a podcast about yeah it's definitely that one i listed then yeah i think you're yeah. right yeah because i i still argue that like i think the christmas episode made for a great podcast yes I think I, and right. i would agree with that i just hated watching it <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, Louise asks, and listen to the wording, I assume this was deliberate. If you skip ahead and start doing the podcast on episodes from any three seasons, okay, what would your third pick be? Okay. Huh. So- Interesting. I assume that means you arrange your favorite seasons from one to three, and then what is your third favorite season? That's well, Dino Thunder. For me, well, this for is me, this is gonna... that we haven't really like most of us haven't watched right. ahead. I, I yeah, think, right. I, think like, only, I like... only have I only have three. Okay, I guess technically I've got four seasons I'm looking forward to. Um, In Space, RPM, and Dino Thunder because it features somebody that I know from now. Okay, because my. I'm not thinking of the third, because one would be Turbo, two would be Zeo, and I don't know what three would be. <laughs> That's fair. I so, would kind of want to skip to Dino Charge, because, like, I want to know more about, like, what is Power Rangers now? That's uh-huh. the that's the thing that's interesting, is, like, for you guys who are, like, sort of interested in the show now, but, like, not willing to go watch it yourselves, right? I, no matter how optimistic I am... We're not. We're not going to get to die. Like we're not going to get to Dino Charge. It's only going to be like twenty five years. <laughs> I think if we get to Dino Thunder, something has somewhere has gone horribly. Listen, okay, horribly okay, wrong. okay. Hold on a second. The Teenage Attitude franchise will get there. Some oh, of right. us may not. <laughs> I forgot that you're you're uh, you think that we're just going to have our children do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it doesn't have to be children. We can just. I'm just saying. I think, you know... What what Luke is saying is if you want out, you have to provide a replacement. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but for me, um, since I know a lot of you all haven't, haven't seen enough or, or know enough to give an answer, I will just say uh, mine is probably going to be... <sighs> so RPM would be my number one. Right. It's got to be something you kind of want, but not super. My want. number two would probably be uh, Dino Thunder, which is the one with Tommy, and then my third would actually be um, uh, Wild Force because I remember really liking that, and uh, Simon just recently watched it and said it was Garbo trash. So I'm curious if I was wrong or remember it differently or whatever. Yeah. So. I- I guess my number three would be RPM, because everyone always talks about how, oh, that's such an amazing one. And I guess I either want to see what the hubbub is about, or be a grumpy Gus that, like, he's like, no, this is bad. What are you talking about? This is also bad. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Both of those alternatives sound fun. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, So, let's see. Uh, uh, I had another one. Okay, Jacob. I will say, asks, Luke, I've only ever known one other person who enjoys hating things as much as you, and he's also here in this call. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about me? Yeah. I mean, well, fuck you. Matt, <laughs> I don't enjoy hating things. 
I just have to hate things because they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I enjoy hating things on occasion. It depends on what the thing is. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun to hate stuff. Listen, uh, I would rather like all the things, but since everything insists on being bad, I'm going to take joy <laughs> in hating it. <laughs> Jacob asks, has doing the show affected your personal lives? What is the biggest change that has oh. happened to each of you over oh, the wow. first hundred episodes? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sit back for a second and let a couple other people here answer that. <laughs> I mean... Two of us here met our significant other because of this podcast. Yes, yes. yeah, that that is true. Uh, you don't, y'all don't need to give, uh, you know, specifics. But yes, that did happen. Uh, for me, I, I mean, my online friend circle has changed vastly because of this podcast and the Audio Entropy Network. Like, I as would a hope whole. for the, I would hope for the better. Yes, 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 for for, positively. Sorry, I didn't yeah, mean like, to. Yeah, like, I mean, it's obviously not <laughs> no, that's quite on the same scale, but, like, because of this podcast and the network it spawned, like, I went on an international flight, like, a month ago to visit people that I did not know a few years ago. Yeah, you wouldn't right, have yeah. gone to Australia, for sure, for that. Uh, I mean... Yeah, well, because I, this podcast was a big part of why Audio Entropy exists at all. Like, right. this and, like... No, this is th- this is the start. Well, it was like the combination of this and let me tell you about Homestuck and totally reprise all together. And let's place, right. let's place kind of. I was doing let's place, but it didn't actually become an AE show until a lot later. No, it didn't, but it got everyone into podcasting. Like, that's fair. That's it's fair. absolutely a part of the formula. But I, I, I want to say like TWA is like the the first one. It is, yeah. but oh, it, it is. didn't become yeah, a network until you know a few other shows yeah. were there. Oh yeah, for it sure, was for certainly sure. contributing for for yeah. me. Um, I mean, I, mine's not as crazy as like met my significant other through it or made yeah. a crazy international trip. But I mean, I definitely like became friends with the people I'm we're talking to right now through this. I yeah. went to Pack South. Uh, to meet Luke last year, and I never, I probably wouldn't have done that otherwise. Right. Um, and then if you're ask, uh, there's another part that says, "What is the?" Um. Uh, sorry, I lost it. A uh, biggest changes that happened to you over the first hundred episodes. I got married. Simon had a baby. Uh. <laughs> I yeah, I, I can't really compete with that. None yeah, <laughs> I I didn't commit suicide. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. That was good. Yeah, thank you for re- that, Luke. Like, I remember that whole thing. That was that got bad. Uh, two people. I mean, two people got significant others. I don't, um, Matt, did you? You went to college, like I? Yeah, I went to college, and I had a horrifically bad falling out with my former best friend, and had a psychotic breakdown over it. That wasn't so hot. No, that wasn't the best thing. That wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like because of the podcast, was it? No, 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 no this the biggest is. change this during just... your life in the past yeah. two years. Yeah, like how have things changed for us in the past two years? Oh my god! So yeah, two years is a long time. Stuff happens in that time. For yeah. Sure. Oh, I bought a house. That happened. Also, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh um, shit! But yeah, I mean, it's. I would say. For, I would hope for all of us, but for me, for sure, it's definitely been only a positive. Occasionally, oh, yeah. I'm like, so we record this now at 6 p.m. on Sunday from yeah. my time, um, which I, I will say the the greatest negative to my life is just the fact that my weekend of free time, not that I don't enjoy doing this, but like right. I'm yeah, basically yeah. done at like five o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. Which sometimes is pretty early. That's that can be a little rough. 
but I would not give it up because of that. Like, whatever, that's fine. It's it's kind of like having like a regular like game night or something where it's it's a fun thing you do, but also knowing that that's an obligation you have to plan around sometimes makes you feel like, well, so much for just you know screwing and, off there. And right, thankfully, yeah. you guys are awesome and will sub for me if I'm out of town or uh, you know have a birthday yeah. or something. Yeah, so. the one benefit to this clusterfuck of a six man operation is that we can lose a good chunk of the. Uh, component parts yeah. and still keep it running. Yeah, the only thing is that yeah. sometimes nobody says, like, because we have so many people, it'll be like the day before and four people will be like, can't make it, which is nobody's fault. It's right. just like, shit, well... I, I've, I've started trying to, like, ping people on, like, Friday. Oh, yeah, that's super helpful. That, but, yeah. yeah that, that's but the thing just, is, like, so many of the of the sort of happy accidents we've had with this with this podcast we fell ass backwards into that system yeah we didn't plan anything no, no. for this shit it show. this very us. episode proved what happens when we try to plan stuff for the for the show it all goes to shit uh, <laughs> excellent paul asks whose idea was this it was mine uh yep. nobody would let me run this if it wasn't my idea for sure <laughs> yeah how did you get everyone else on board i was like hey who wants to do a podcast and i'll be honest yep. i didn't know zach that well and i'm like Oh, that sounds fun, but I'm just gonna wait. And then I listened to a few of us and like, okay, oh, okay, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I knew me and T. Dot knew Zach better because we yep. played a fair amount. We, of Smite. we yeah. played a bunch of games together before. I mostly knew Zach through like web forums. Where, buddy, I love you. I Where get does... grumpy on the internet sometimes. <laughs> you get very grumpy on the internet when that's a person's only exposure to you. It's like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to talk to that man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally understandable. I knew Matt for a long time, as evidenced by the fact that he just now called me by my internet handle. And, oh, God, uh, did I fuck? <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Too late, can't take it back. And then, and then uh, when Zach sent out invites, I had just uh, more or less wrapped up what I was doing on the cast next door, and I you know, I had that podcast itch, and so yeah. Zach comes along and was the first person to be like, hey, who wants to be on a podcast? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Joel, well, res- <laughs> Joel responded with a picture of him holding up a morpher, so that yeah, was I, how he I got in. I still can't <laughs> explain how I actually <laughs> managed to like convince myself to commit to doing this, because that, like, that's not something I do. And and Simon, uh, though he's not as vocal about it as me and uh, Joel, like Simon is a giant fucking Power Rangers fan. <laughs> so yeah, like that's yeah. How yeah. I mean, he as agreed. I mean, it's evidenced by the fact that he's watched like half of the show by now. No, he's more. Like, he's almost series. done. He's at. Like, uh, he's at yeah. He's Samurai. actually watching ahead. He's he's yeah. trying to get through the like, whole series. He cannot stop watching Power Rangers. Right. So yeah. That I mean, that's pretty much it. I, it, it was not hard. In yeah, fact, and it was like a bunch of us listened to Sailor Business, which is a Sailor Moon rewatch podcast, and you were like, "Oh, I want to do this with Power Rangers." And it was like, well, "Yeah, all right, I'll do it then." <laughs> yeah, so that's how it which happened. Is, which, pretty much, yeah, like that's the thing. It's that fucking easy to have a podcast. Like, just get no some people together you. and start <laughs> recording a thing. If, if Let's Plays has proven anything, it's that no one stops you, even when they should. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, um, uh, we'll have to see how the net neutrality stuff shakes out. That might yeah, change. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But, like, I, I did look at some of the questions ahead, and I know someone at some point asked us, like, hey, what's your advice for starting a podcast? And, like, do uh, the best advice <laughs> is just, just fucking just do it. But like, no one's going to stop the, you. Yeah, here's the other thing about TWA. Like, when we decided to start this, we did not expect anyone to listen. We also didn't know, yeah. like, where we would – like, we did this before we knew how to host anything. Like, we were yeah. just like, let's record one and see what happens. And that's right. actually – what I would say is if you want to – 
do it and figure that stuff out later. Because if you, then you'll know if you're enjoying it and like how it comes out and, and all that stuff. And if yeah, you're having I, a good time, then figure that stuff out. Yeah. Cause here's the thing. If you, if you, if you start doing it and like it doesn't work out well, like you and your co-hosts aren't gelling or like the subject matter isn't actually like resulting in as much conversation as you like, or maybe you're just maybe running into technical issues. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe just for whatever reason you make one, maybe two or three recordings and then it's just like, eh, I don't want to keep doing it. Like, You've lost nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, I would just, I would just say, like, if if you're interested in it, don't start out thinking, "Oh man, I want to have this big podcast and like market it and all this stuff and like get a bunch of listeners and all that, that stuff and work from there," because that's going to be setting yourself up for some disappointment. And I failure. suddenly feel incredibly weird about like, "Oh, let's give you advice on how to have like let's let's no, let's, no, let's no, do no. our SS." Our South by Southwest talk about how to have a successful No, no, podcast. no. That's not, that's not what I'm saying, Luke. I know, all it's, not, I know it's not. But. All I'm saying is, like, I, I think the reason this has worked out so well for us specifically is because we just went into it kind of wanting to do it for fun. Right. And we kind of stumbled into some moderate amount of success. If, like, I'm not going to call yeah, it yeah. a big podcast. I would, I mean, if you want to do a podcast, like, as a job... And Good you don't fucking already, luck. And you don't already have like internet fame of some kind or I'm, real life fame. I'm sorry, the pool is closed. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's done full up. I don't like. Think, I, I think we've said this before, but if your last name ain't McElroy, don't like don't bother. Probably don't bother. I mean, it's it's just like, and people have asked. Like I've read, um, uh, you know. Ask me any things with people like Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb or yeah. or the McElroys or other other people who do prominent podcasts saying like, how can I make a successful podcast? And even they will tell you, go back in time 10 years. Yeah. Like, sorry. Unfortunately, like, yeah. it's just it's it, the space is kind of full. There, like, there are not that many. There's just not that many paid podcaster slots in the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're all taken by people that are probably funnier than you. They're funnier than us. Yep. True. But the the whole point is like, you know, and we've and we've said this before, like when you when you start a podcast, like again, especially if it's not one you're doing for money and let's face it, it's not going to be one you're doing for money. Right. Like you're not really beholden to anything. Like if we stop enjoying this, we can just stop. Yeah. Like and that sounds and that sounds cold and like and maybe a little inconsiderate to the listeners, but also like and we love you all, but also like like if we want to stop, we're just. But gonna also, stop. you're all on thin fucking ice. And, and to, to, to be fair, I would absolutely make sure it was clear what was happening and why. I wouldn't just we wouldn't just stop putting out the podcast. We would make sure you guys oh, know. No. I, I would but, make sure you don't, and I would try to convince all of you that this podcast was a mass hallucination. I mean, technically, <laughs> technically, the website could disappear at any time. Well, that's true. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, if we stop enjoying it, we'll stop doing it. Uh, it's just, yeah, it, it's tough to start a podcast if you want to yeah. start a podcast, but know why you're doing it. If we decide to shutter TWA, you're just going to find AudioEntropy.com one day only shows pictures of the dog that I had in like third grade. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful. But just like, just fucking did find it somewhere to host it. responsibility? Like, it did yeah. actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. But like, I mean, just 
throw just record it and throw it up somewhere. SoundCloud might still be around. It sounds like Chance the Rapper saved it. Oh, I'm not sure. I, I do feel like we owe Shout Engine a bit of a plug because they did a good job. Oh for yeah, us Shout for Engine still exists. That's free hosting. I yeah. it's not a great Absolutely. service, but it's free. It gets so. the job done. Yeah. Um, and I I would say yeah. I mean, just go for it. But you know, be be aware like if you're trying to. Make money. Be realistic off it. about your expectations. Yeah, be careful. Man, y'all remember when we were doing this? Uh, this uh, this on fucking shout engine though. Shout yeah. engine. That? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, yeah. Let's. So one last one, real quick here. Uh, Jasmine on Twitter asks, "Did you ever think you'd get this far?" And I will say, no. Christ, <laughs> oh, no, dear no. God, no. no I, I look at our subscriber count sometimes, and like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh subscriber wise, yeah, what. What are you people doing? There's so many better ways to spend your time. <laughs> For fucking real. I occasionally, I don't really keep up with the back end like as much as you all, but occasionally you will mention our subscriber count and I kind of just pause for a moment. I'm like, are you fucking sure that's right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's, yeah. That oh, no, doesn't I'm, seem possible. Here's the, here's the thing. I keep track of the website. I actually have a Google Analytics account set up attached to the website as nice. well so I can get even more data so I can like back up these numbers and I still don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't think there's a right. Let me double check. Mm, no, still not. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think the math is wrong. Like, yeah. Just the math in general. So that'll, like, right. that'll do it for us uh, on that. Now, I have, um, I have two quick announcements. The first one mm-hmm. is if you have are one of the, like, eight people who've been watching me and Joel play Persona 5, we're back. I just put up the new episode. Uh, we oh, cool. took a break for a while um i'm sorry <laughs> we will try to get back to a more regular I'm, schedule i'm really not like trying sorry to, for the trying time to... away or sorry that you've released a new one <laughs> both <laughs> uh, let me just so... say trying to trying to stream from a hotel in australia would not have gone well so again no. if you go to youtube and just search joe joel's bizarre adventure you can find us playing uh persona 5 and then the other thing is maybe a bigger one um, myself and my wife, Adrian, are going to be doing a podcast for Audio Ooh. Entropy. Uh, I am so excited about this. <laughs> called, well, we're not super. I wanted to call it Adult Time with Zach and Adrian. That's and a yeah, terrible that name. And that got vetoed immediately. That's real bad. Jules and Molly said, absolutely You're not. You're not allowed to make a porn <laughs> podcast with your wife. It's not about porn. Anyway. Yeah, it'll... okay. If it's not about porn, then you shouldn't be rocking that. <laughs> I, think we, I think we settled on, are we adults yet? And basically the concept is uh, Adrian and I are going to do a podcast about uh, an adult topic. Uh, okay. And by adult, I mean like. Home, not not uh, home or apartment ownership. Sure, uh, stuff like I thought for sure you were going to say homosexuality. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, like ca- uh, you know, car repair or being handy around the house sure. or stuff like that. Um, and basically the format will be: I will explain to you a way that I tried to do it and it was bad because I'm me. <laughs> and then right. Adrian will hopefully give some useful advice. Um. And the reason I'm announcing this now, even though we don't know exactly when we're going to start doing it, is if you would like, you can send, uh, f- for now, at Teens with Two, the Twitter account, 
send us a topic idea. If there's, if you are a new adult or in college and about to be an adult or about to, you know, go out into the to the world or whatever. Or hell, if you've been an adult for a long time and don't think you're doing it right. Yes, yeah. and also, by the way, uh, uh, we are not experts. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we thought it would be fun to do this together. So, if you just want to hear us talk about a topic, now uh, th- this does sound like a good idea for a show and all. I've been trying to get listeners to send us questions about how to repair their sink for over a year now, and they haven't done it. <laughs> so, I don't know if you're gonna get many uh, like bites on this hook. Well, we'll see what happens. If you <laughs> if you send me one, we'll try to cover it. If we think it'll be fun to talk about, um, I will say like. Try to keep it pretty broad. Don't be like, how do I manage my 401k account? If you want to do finances, that's fine. (laughs) But don't get that specific because we probably won't have that much to say about that stuff. Dear Zach, what is your bank account and routing number? Please give me your bank information. (laughs) Um, So just if you've got any ideas, send them to the uh, Teens with Two Twitter account. And hopefully we'll get to start doing that in the next month right or so. right back. I am making a dummy Twitter account to, like, send very specific targeted <laughs> questions based on stories I know Zach has told me. Yeah. <laughs> How to send dildos to your neighbors. How to be <laughs> properly hydrated. Oh, God. No, I can't help you on that one. <laughs> How to beat plants in a fight. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you never should have told us that story. Uh, there's a lot of stories I shouldn't have told you guys. So if you want <laughs> true. Oh, also, if you just want to like force me to tell an embarrassing story about a topic, this is also a good way to do that. <laughs> uh, or I mean, you know, just wait. Yeah, yes, like, that's true. you say we'll force, but you volunteered all of these. So, uh, other than that, go check out um, audioentropy.com. You can listen to all of our other fun podcasts. There are many. Uh, is there- uh, check out at audioentropy. Uh, we have the pinned tweet there. That's a link to the Discord channel where you can talk to us and other listeners. It's a fun time. Fairly- uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, check out twitch.tv slash videoentropy, where most weekends we stream an RPG campaign that I'm running that uh, has Mike and Ashley and Molly from Totally Reprise and Julie from Digital Moncast and Transmission all together. Yeah. Uh, we missed it last week, and we might miss it this week, too, but we'll see. Um, yeah, and also go to youtube.com slash audioentropy for both like the recorded videos from stuff we stream on tre- Twitch um, I also just uploaded a bunch of Julie Makes the Grade videos, um, which is where aforementioned Jules uh, builds Gunpla, and I kind of chat with her while she does it. Um, there's some stuff going up. Well, probably will have gone up by the time this episode airs uh, that we recorded together in person. It's pretty crazy. Cool. And also, if you just want to get a hold of this podcast specifically, at Teens with Dude on Twitter, teenswithtude at gmail.com, although I'm not sure Zach ever checks that. I do. And and the fun Facebook group, Teenagers with Attitude. It's a real good time. People talk about Power Rangers shit. It's just get in there and talk with us. Yep. And that's going to do it for us. So uh, until next time, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. And I hope I that was right because I didn't look at the sign-off order. No, nope, but it's fine. Keep going. It was not. Uh, I've been Mike. I've been Matt. I've been Joel. And may the power protect you always. So, okay, we've already run way long, and that's the first episode. So, again, this is uh, Teenagers with Attitude, and I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, 
I've been Zach. I'm Joel. I'm Matt. I'm Simon. And I'm Mike. And may the power protect you always. I don't know, you guys. I mean, the outfits are cool and everything, but my hair gets all tangled up inside the helmets. I don't think I can do it. Oh, no. Kimberly, Kimberly, no! No!